Hello and welcome back to Pixel Pals. My name is Zach and today I'm joined by my good friends, Xanadude and Adam. Wowie boys, it's been a hot minute. We're back in the hot seat this week. Yeah, Adam, um, anything <laughs> fun and exciting happened while we were on hiatus? Uh, not really. Uh, I've played a couple of new games, uh, but, uh, but we can, we can, we can show and tell later. I think that's how it goes, right? I'm still new here. What are we talking about? We're talking about two things today, BB. We're talking about Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom, because those are the two big upcoming games, and we're all three of us are gonna play them both, and I know I'm hyped for both of them. I was just gonna say it. Um, we picked these two specifically because this is the highest chance of us playing all three these two games. Yeah. Uh, not that like not other games aren't coming out, but um, we've made the conscious decision to you know cover these. Adam, which one are you more excited about? You know, I was about to say, like, I have no idea which one. Like, I love Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm not a big Zelda guy. However, I loved Breath of the Wild. So just watching, like, gameplay and stuff like that has got me really hyped for Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm going to go that one, but only by the slimmest of margins. Zach, what about you? Well, since I fucking hate Breath of the Wild and think it's the worst game ever, I got to say Star Wars. Psych! I love Breath of the Wild. It's my favorite game of all time. I'm in the same boat as Adam, though, where I'm a gigantic Star Wars fan. But God, like, I mean, like, Star Wars is my first love. I adore that franchise. But goddamn, if I'm not, like, Tears of the Kingdom has been living rent-free in my head ever since that third trailer dropped, and I just have not been able to stop thinking about it. So I think I'm more hyped for Zelda. It's, I think it's really important that I'm a part of this podcast right now because it, it else is just be an echo chamber of stuff. You know what I mean? I <laughs> am not excited, honestly, for like either of these. Like really? Both of these games isn't like gripping me. You know what I mean? Like, and just because like I thought Breath of the Wild was very fun, I didn't give it the time that I think I should have. No, um, and you beat it. I didn't, but I, I played it at like 75%. Okay. <laughs> which, you know, um, and I didn't play the first Jedi game with jedi what what is it called uh fallen order yeah i didn't play jedi fallen order i told myself i was going to but then i was like well the new one comes out like what are the chances i finish that game before this one yeah um so yeah i'm kind of like not excited about either but i'm i'm (laughs) excited to like play a video game again because i've just been like replaying a bunch of games that i normally play right like like to play a new like a new game and like who has a a story you know and that isn't just like mindless card swiping like, yeah so yes. i slay the spire for the hundredth time yeah so then I'm, I'm very excited for that as well because i i'm excited to stick my teeth into some new stories yeah mm. i that, hope I, I i i hope it's worth the 70 dollars that both of these games oh my fun you got it i have to plead to my wife that i have to spend 140 dollars between two months yeah i know it's two rough months, two weeks in this economy Thankfully, uh, thankfully, my wife is going to the Taylor Swift concert, so she oh, paid see, for it. My yeah. wife is also going to the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> so, yeah. I am using this. I'm using you got this it. it. Because my fiance is going to the Jonas Brothers in August because she was like, because so I'm also getting a tattoo soon. She's like, okay, dude, it's either like tattoo or video game. And I was like, or how about you don't go to the Jonas Brothers? And she said, all right, you want fair. <laughs> Uh, so right after this break, we are going to first talk about the game Jedi Survivor. Um, I'm excited to learn more about the franchise that I will be playing. Yes. Right after this break.
we're back. We are going to talk about Jedi Survivor. Zach, do we want to do a quick, um, uh, full of spoilers, uh, run through for, uh, for Xanadude real quick, uh, on, uh, on Jedi Fallen Order? I would love to. I, I think we all know how well my recaps go from The Last of Us, so I would yeah. love to take a crack at this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something that you played a long time ago. What? Oh, I literally just got them replaying oh, it. Really? Like a week oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. What would you rate it out of 10? Before I go into this, like the story or the gameplay, uh, you pretend you're IGN and you have to just completely regard yeah, all the nuances of everything and just give it a baseline score. Eight out of ten. ten. Eight out of ten. I, say I was going to say eight out of ten. So that's what? perfect. Okay. All right. That's like that's like triple A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would rate like the first God of War. I think at like a nine. So yeah. that's a kind of right, yeah, totally. Good yeah, no, but if I'm like, you know, to to break down a little bit more, I think the gameplay is, is like a six out of ten, but the story is a ten out of yeah. ten. So it kind of just level like this. The story really levels out the gameplay. What do you think was the issue with the gameplay in the first one? I think they were trying to do a little bit too many things at once because it was trying to be Souls, but it was trying to be Uncharted, but it was trying to be Metroidvania, but it was trying to be it was trying to be a lot of different things which isn't a bad thing i think it was just trying to be too many things at once especially because like when you think of souls you don't think oh man you know what really like some gameplay elements that would really mix well uncharted yeah man i would just love to be climbing and swinging on probes right now like you know what i, I love mean? a quick time event yeah but then <laughs> on the flip when you're playing souls they'd be like oh you know what? like metroidvania like you know unlocking tools to then come back to this area later to unlock more stuff that would be kind of fun yeah. Um. And like vice versa with Uncharted. Like it. So it. And I don't want to say that the Souls combat style, because that's what it is. It's Souls combat style is what dragged it down. Because I really love the combat in it. But I also love the. Mm, I I. The exploration. I did the exploration. <laughs> I don't want to say I love or hate. It was there. Mm. And I think that that's the biggest thing that they need. Hope they. I hope they improve on. And this new one is. Just the exploration and traversal of the world, but I think the combat was fantastic. Yeah, I, I I agree with most of those things. I'm not the biggest Souls-like game oh, and the guy. If, uh, like I, that's not my that's not the combat I usually like. However, this uh, Jedi Fallen Order kind of dumbed it down a little bit, made it. Uh, I should say dumbed it down, but it it made it a it, it yeah it, it made it a bit simpler for. Um, someone like myself who isn't really into those games to kind of get into it. And, um, there are parts of the game where it's a little clunky. Like they try to do like light RPG stuff with like customization and, you know, customize your lightsaber and make BD1 and the ship look like what you want to look like and stuff like that. So uh, Zach hit the, no the, the, the nail on the hammer where it's, they, they tried to do a lot, but I think with the second game, they're going to, um, they're going to trim a lot of the fat and, kind of be its own thing, which is what I'm looking it, for. It sounds like to me that they need to, like, lean heavier in one of those directions and then have those other things, so, like, on the wayside, the periphery. But, yes. like, they need to have, like, a really honed combat system and then a little bit of customization or, uh, or you know, exploration that's... Are there vehicles at all? Like, is the only way to get around the world in your own two feet and your force powers? Yep. And as you unlock more force powers or equipment or gear, you're unlocking different areas that you can go to. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, it's Star Wars, so I have to ask this. Are there a lot of planets to visit? Actually, yeah, there's, there's quite like, a few. Yeah, so there's three, like, th really big ones to explore, and then two kind of, like, I would say small. One medium, one small. Um, but you, you get to go to Kashyyyk, 
which is the home of the Wookiees. I, 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 I'm not that far removed from the Star Wars yeah, relative. Maybe. So, no, some just, viewers might be. I, that's, oh, yeah, you're, you're right. Sometimes I think you're talking directly to me. And I no, I'm just looking to your soul. That's why podcasting is so weird. Because streaming, you at least like know people's watching. But now we're just, it's just us three. So I think, right. I think you're talking down to me, Zach. Right. Well, I'm about to now. Uh, there's okay. the home of, there's Gathamir. The home of the Night Sisters. Do you know what a Night Sister is? You set up a string of words that were incoherent to me. Dathomir, home <laughs> of the Night Sisters. Night Sisters are. That sounds like an Elden Ring boss. I know, doesn't it? I, um, I feel like you're you're doing it. Uh, you're doing Xanadu to disservice. It. We can just say it's home of Darth Maul. It's, yeah, yeah. It's what Darth Maul. Darth Maul. It's Darth Maul's home planet. Uh, he's not a dark Night Sister. No, he's not. He's a Night Brother, but he has nothing to do with this game. It just so happens that you uh, go to Dathomir. Uh, they all, also a new do they planet. all look like that? Like is that his Yeah. Okay. Yeah, more or less. So more or less. Um and then there's uh Zepho, which is a new planet. And then Bagato, which is a new planet, and then Ilum. Uh, do you know what Ilum is? Ilum is the planet where most Jedi younglings go to to get their lightsaber crystals. Oh, they're little kyber crystals. Yes. I know that that's what it's called. Yep, so you go there as well. <laughs> yeah, you do, yeah, you do. Um <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, the the plant variety is really great. Um, like the environments feel good, and like di- like because <laughs> yeah. she because she kind of fucking blows. I'm not gonna lie. I every time I have to go to Kashik, I would rather give myself a lobotomy. My worst nightmare would be working on a game where I have to recreate something from the Star Wars universe. That <laughs> dealing with like the layer of like the layer of criticism it will get eventually oh no all of the environments look great i just hate traversing okay. it just traversing it is just a nightmare Speak, um no speaking but... of kashik and kashik and not looking great uh the oh. wookies the wookies themselves were kind of a mess uh they what year did this come out 2019 okay so they had no i was like it was a different time man <laughs> they had a limit of polygon they could use okay i just no sure. yeah well they had they... ea and star wars money so i don't want to fucking hear it yeah they they killed Star Wars Battlefront for this? No, but uh, they could <laughs> riddance to Star Wars Battlefront because, like I said, we're, uh, all of the negatives kind of get outweighed, and we'll we'll talk about why right now because I'm going to talk about the story, which has a lot of like Star Wars has always like been a story where it's like, oh, like if you want to look deeper, there's there's stuff more, there, there's stuff yeah. there. It's not super in your face about it, and I think. At least for me, this story hits home for me really hard because it's a, and I don't care what you say. If you wanted to disagree with me, you're wrong. This story is a hundred percent about dealing with depression and PTSD and survivor's guilt. And as somebody who has both depression and PTSD from certain events in my life, it really kind of resonated and hit home with me in a way that I wasn't expecting. Wow. Um, about- yeah. So yeah, it, 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 you, your Cal, he is, a survivor of the Jedi Purge. Um, and he's been on this junker planet for like five years. And him and his buddy are just kind of, you know, doing a job when all of a sudden something happens and Cal has to out himself and use the force. And the Empire finds out. They come, they kill his buddy, and then that kickstarts your adventure. And then you're escaping the planet and these people come pick you up. Excuse me. And they are all like, hey, we're going to start the Jedi Order. And Cal's like, all right, I guess I'll help out. And you go on this whole adventure and you find out that you have to find this list of all the four sensitive children in the galaxy before the Empire gets it. And then at the end, you destroy it because you're like, you know what? Let's leave their fates up to destiny and blah, 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 blah. Wow. You just recapped a 
what, 40-hour game? And it's like, like maybe 15. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah it, 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 the story is really short. It, it's... That is, like, an interesting story, and I... Because I'm always interested, like, when I'm watching Star Wars stuff, it interests me a lot more post, like, the... Clone or, Wars. Post the Clone Wars, like, Order 66. Right. Um, Like, not to mention, I do love the Clone Wars. That's, like, the one piece of oh, Star oh, Wars right. media that I will swear by, yeah. um, just because I've watched it so many times. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm much more interested in that era, because it's, like, surviving. And, like, that's why I like the Kenobi show. I thought that Andor. was... Yeah, and Andor is really good. Well, I'm not finished with it yet. And I think that this era is so unique, too, because of all the eras, minus, like, like the sequel era, like, like we have, like, like there's not a lot of content surrounding the, like, in-between Order 66 and when Luke Skywalker decides to go below the Death Star. Like, there's not... That's, what, 20 years of time there? Yeah, that's, yeah. like, yeah, it's, like, 20-ish years. And so there's not a lot of... But there's not a lot of content like i mean the only big content that we have is like this game kenobi and or and star wars rebels kenobi takes place within about three days this game takes place with pro- within probably about a week or so yeah and Andor is throughout like a year so like that's not like like a like a big amount of ground covered yeah which is why i personally am also gravitated to this era I um think- I think a lot of the reasons why a lot of people feel the same way and gravitate to this time period is the the underlying theme of Star Wars always is, always will be hope. And this mm-hmm. is the time in the canon that there is the least amount of hope. Oh, so finding these characters, none. yeah, seeing how they're dealing with this, uh, the rise of the Empire is, is always... But as, th- there's this asthmatic man just murdering people on the street. <laughs> what is happening? Um... I also personally like this game a lot because it has absolutely fucking nothing to do with Skywalkers and you know the Death Star and yeah. like like their their goal isn't to like we're gonna bring down the Empire and yes he's the man their goal is like hey let's get this list of kids so that way the Empire doesn't get it and fuck them over mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's a very like intimate story that's not about the fate of the galaxy which I kind of also like because I feel like a lot of the times in Star Wars you run into the MacGuffin of like oh no a super weapon that can take over the galaxy but we'll stop it yeah it's like I'm so sick of that crap a new story sounds refreshing um where it left off where do you see where could you see um the story going in the second one I honestly have no idea and that's what excites Mm -hmm. me a lot because it very much is like all right and the story is done and that is it for this story yeah they, and it, it like it very much was left open ended. Like Cal, even at the end of the game, is like, "All right, where to next?" Like, kind of like, "Okay, like you know, what's our next adventure going to be?" And there's like a tie-in book, I guess, that doesn't really have too too much to do with the next game, but it's just kind of like a misadventures episode of like, like, "Hey, here's just a little filler if you want more." Yeah, because there's very very little out there about what Jedi Survivor's story is about. Um. It's all speculation based off of different trailers and whatnot, but there's mm-hmm. there's literally we know nothing about what this. Absolutely not. They're keeping this. that under wraps. No leakers mm-hmm. here. No leakers I heard, here. I heard EA shoots them. They do. <laughs> they do. My cousin was a leaker once. <laughs> Bam! Right in the back of that. Um. But yeah, I I'm really excited. It look just from all the gameplay that we're getting to, it looks like they've improved upon everything that I want them to do. Uh, I think they're they're leaning a little bit farther away from. The Souls style combat and more towards like Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, we have like even a lot more like ranged options. You can kind of switch between them faster. And... Yeah, and it's just it's more fluid. Like it, I feel like even the combat was a little bit clunky. Where it's like, okay, you focus on this one guy, and then you move to the next, 
and then to the next. And it just didn't feel very natural because I don't know if I'm being sworn by like five dudes, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna kind of bounce around and be like, okay, yeah. hey, that one, that one. Um, it needed the Ghost of Tsushima treatment where yeah. it feels good engaging a large group of enemies because you have a variety of tools to like either submit some of them or like bounce around where you're not going to get pinned down and just like destroy. Yes. And like, you're not just yeah. focusing on one guy at a time. You can bounce around between all of them. And then also just like the traversal looks to be a little bit more smoothed out. But I think like the Ghost of Tsushima combat style fits a little bit better with the like Uncharted style traversal. Cause there's a lot of like traversal like that in Ghost of Tsushima yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that it's just Ghost of Tsushima with the Star Wars paint job so was a lot of the travel like would you consider like on rails where it's like this is the spot where you have to climb up like to get to the next area it's not like it it, it was either like here's this one climbable spot or this other one climbable spot it's not like it's not like breath of the wild where it's like oh man you can get there however the fuck you feel like yeah right even like for that matter it was very much like you here's here's the way yeah, it, it, it kind of always felt like, uh, they're almost like Call of Duty maps. Like there's always, there's like three ways to get places well, yeah. and then that's it. It's just lane one, lane two, lane three. Yeah, pretty much. And it was like, uh, like there'd be times where it's like, oh, you unlocked a shortcut. And so now you can, rather than having to go through like 10 minutes of the map, you can just climb this rope and you're what, like there now, which is yeah. fine. Um, actually it does remind me of like God of War in that sense where yes. there are, yeah, obviously God of War being kind of open world. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's, I'd say it's like on rails open, like yeah, you have like it, branching pathways, but yeah, yeah. it's on rails, but it gives you options. Yeah, correct. Um, I know that in Jenner Survivor, they're adding like you know different like animals and stuff that you can ride to make getting across the map faster. Because that was everybody's big complaint was that there's no save points or there's no fast travel, and the checkpoints are very spaced out between each other, which would be very annoying because if you died before you reached like like you know if you were close to a checkpoint but you died before you get it yeah you you're going back a good like 10 15 minutes and that feels like like platformers in like 2008 yes or like the first time it's like dishonored where i'm yeah oh this sucks like i gotta do all that over again are you kidding me Mm -hmm. yes a lot of that and jedi fallen order which is kind of a detriment but then like i said you get this wicked awesome intimate story about cal kind of coming to grips with the fact that like Okay, that that happened, and unfortunately, the man who raised me from like birth died, and I've been carrying this guilt, thinking that it's my fault. But like, it's kind of not. I was only like ten. Like, like what the fuck was I supposed to do? Uh, and it's just like really, it's just a really just ten out of ten story. What is the was the cut scene to gameplay ratio? I have to ask that question ever since I played Yakuza Zero, <laughs> and before I play any that, video game. I'd say there's a cutscene maybe every hour ish, and they're not long. They're like the longest cutscene is maybe five minutes. Yeah. yeah, it 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 feels it feels very natural. The the, the cutscenes don't overstay their welcome or anything. Yeah, and and like in the longer cutscenes, it's they're interesting conversations that are progressing the plot in a unique way. So why hasn't why haven't they milked this more? Like why isn't there a Disney show? I feel like uh, it's like a free IP. And I think probably you know. contract rights and stuff because of like, hey, you know. And I think also they're probably gonna be like, hey, let's let the games ride out first. Yeah. And that because if Cal showed up, at, that guy's an actor. Like, yes, yes, he was yeah. before this. Yeah, yes, no, and I think that they purposely made Cal look exactly like the actor on purpose. Yeah. But I also think Star Wars fans are wild. So like, if Cal shows up <laughs> in a certain show. 
they're going to be like, okay, well, if this, this game takes place then, so then we know that he's not going to die and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, like, that, we that's all that, all this extra stuff. So not having Cal in any of the shows is kind of like if Cal showed up in the Mandalorian, I'd be like, okay, well, there's no fucking stakes. Cause like, yeah, he, he's fine. There he is. <laughs> um, because I, I think they're waiting for the opportune time. He's going to make it to live action, whether we like it or not. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's bound to happen. It's free money. Honestly, it if anything, it's, uh, this, the, this, this new game is taking place at the exact same time as the Obi-Wan series. So if anything, he could show up in that. Uh, Ooh, what if we saw Obi-Wan in it? I don't How would you do well? I don't think we will. I would never, uh, I would never put it past them. <laughs> to be honest. Do you want to bet on it? All right, hold on. No. I think there's a higher chance of us seeing Ahsoka Tano than there is of us seeing Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about all the new stuff. Um, it looks like they're also going to kind of go in an Assassin's Creed y direction where it's like, hey, the, here's like your home world. Like, again, this in Jedi Survivor, you, land on this planet and then you kind of get to like help these people that own a bar and then you get to like renovate the bar and mm-hmm. as the game progresses like you get more stuff for it and people can come to it which reminds me a lot of like assassin's creed like your like, like your little home base yeah like like the villa and you can get more shops was that assassin's that creed 2 or assassin's creed brotherhood where you have like the the mansion in like florence or something yeah brotherhood yes and then you like send your little guys out on little missions that yeah. was my favorite oh, all right that's so cool. i want to replay it it's, I, yeah. don't worry, Assassin's Creed will be coming up again at some point. And, oh, the little thing. I like, they have like a 10 year plan for like three new Assassin's Creed games, so. And we'll fucking see how that goes. That's EA too, right? No, it's Ubisoft. The other, the other shitty one. Yeah. You yeah. told me, <laughs> point, tell me the difference between these two studios and it's Ubisoft and EA. I'd be like, I have the same picture. It's the same picture. Um, they're, they suck, and I'm sure they're horrible to their employees. Yeah. But only one of them killed Star Wars Battle. So, um, Adam, do you want to talk about all the new customization options? Cause in the first one, you had four options. Mm-hmm. Your lightsaber, your poncho, your droid, and your ship. And yeah. that kind of sucked. Oh, the droid sounds fun. Well, yeah, well, but it was like a paint color. So cute. Oh, it was, oh, it wasn't like different droids? No. Oh, no, yeah. it's just different. Uh, okay. See, these, yeah. are, these are the hard hitting questions yes. that I bring to the table as someone who <laughs> never played the first game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go wild. So it, there is a lot more customization in this one where, uh, the thing that I've been seeing so much on the YouTubes and whatnot is, uh, uh Cal this with a mullet and a, and a mustacheless beard. Oh, I saw that bar too. I thought it was from the so, first one. Though. No, well, so upsetting. I, 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 you will never look like that in that game. Um, I, I spent all the money mo-capping that guy. If you can just change his hair after, like, it's right. like if you could customize Joel in The Last of Us, like, I want to give him a mu- like a funny little mustache. Like it was dreadlocks. <laughs> it, was, it was the same thing in GTA Five, where they mo-capped the three main characters, and you can still more or less edit their like facial that's, hair and hair and stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, you can, speaking of BD1, you can change the, uh, his, like, color scheme, and there's also, like, little different changes. He still has, like, the same basic shape and whatnot, but, uh, like, you can... Like, little, like, different, like, visors and lenses. Yeah, exactly. Does the robot talk to you? <laughs> yeah, well, that, I, you know... Yeah, like, it does. But yeah. And he, yeah, I, hang... I think he was gonna say words. Like... He hangs out, like, on your back and stuff, but it's, it's, he's, he, BD1 is a dope, BD1 is probably, like, the cutest droid after... This is the best Star Wars, uh, full uh, stop. After R2, yeah, no, I Rank... agree. Nope, I like him more than R2. Hell yeah. Okay. See, I was right. afraid to say those things. Rank all the Star Wars droids. The all fucking right, bet. BD1. No. I heard two. Name more than... BD1, R2, Chopper, BB8, 
C3PO. I don't like C3PO that much. Sorry. I, I, I like BB-8 more than Chopper, but Chopper just gives me anxiety because Who's Chopper like, from Rebels. Rebel. No, That's Chopper. Okay. I missed that no. plot point in Andor. <laughs> Chopper is my favorite war criminal. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, <laughs> nice claptrap. Yeah, but no, honestly, <laughs> Chopper and Claptrap are the what same. What if we rent all the fantasy robots, not just Star Wars? On oh, Iron Giant. Up. No, I, no, I, uh, good free content. Someone picked this up. And, all right. Um, but then the, you also have, like, don't you get, like, different, like, outfits, too, like, now? Yeah. Like, different, like, coats and shit? Yep, you can, um, there's, like, a, like, you don't have to have, like, a poncho every time, which, I mean, ponchos are dope. He's gonna have a poncho in my game all the time. Um, but yeah, you could have like full different outfits. If you pre-order the only, uh, you, you get like a pre-order bonus, or if you do like the deluxe edition, the, the only benefit of spending 20 extra dollars is you get, uh, like Luke Skywalker's yellow jacket from the end of New Hope. And... Which isn't even good looking. Yeah. And, and like a Han Solo outfit. I chose wasn't that good looking. Right. I think you also get like Han Solo's gun and Luke's lightsaber as well as like BD1 skin, but it, it's, it's not worth $20. Nope. I can tell you that much. Not even nope. to Zach too. No. Nope. That's when you know. Yeah. That's when you know it's a bad deal. No. Nope. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all set with that. I, and especially like, I think it's cool to be like, Oh, and here's like a lightsaber that looks like Luke's, but I, the big appeal for Fallen Order was like, I get to make my own lightsaber and it's unique to me and it doesn't look like anybody else's because it's mine exactly and there's uh, gonna be a lot more customization with the lightsaber too in this one yes so much so that the lightsaber that i made in fallen order i made when i went to disney because all the parts in fallen order are the same parts that you can for the most part like all the parts at disney you get in the game plus a few extras yeah if i'm paying 90 dollars, i'm assuming that's the collector's edition or whatever yeah. it costs they better send me a lightsaber. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Right. Is... Or else, like, where are we? Also, on a side note, I know neither of you play this game, but Valorant just released a skin bundle. It's a hundred. Uh, uh, Valorant's a riot. Just released a skin bundle. That's a hundred and twenty-five dollars. What? For why? For cosmetics. Yes, it's purely <laughs> cosmetic. I I visibly like gagged when I saw that. <laughs> Remember um, when the craziest thing was like horse armor in oblivion and like that was like, the that, worst that they had ever done that was a i've been doing a lot of like deep dive like video game research for some youtube stuff that was a huge ordeal i forgot yeah. about that because like when oblivion came out like i was like we're nine, nearly nine yeah i played it eventually but not at the time yeah. that dlc scandal like people were sending death like bomb threats to bethesda and because that's when they weren't bought out like it was right. wild it was yep. a wild time and that was like two dollars like it was like a two dollar dlc like you yeah. could just buy the horse armor for $2. if you wanted to yes looking at it now that's like a good deal like, a good deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. like i get to change my pony in a game i'm gonna dump like 80 hours into okay that's what i'm saying dude i've yeah. paid that's like the bar more for far less in games it's like some breath of the wild dlc i first i was like what the f you just get a motorcycle what like a hundred percent worth it like now that i played the game like i was like how the fuck do i don't even own i'm borrowing zach's copy of this game how do i get the tlc on here like how do i get the motorcycle <laughs> like that's that's cool yeah uh speaking of uh breath of the wild do we want to segue into zelda adam do you have any more about jenna survivor do we want to just... i i did just want to mention uh rather than just having the single lightsaber or the double-sided lightsaber we have five total stances now oh, which know. is the single lightsaber which is sort of like a balanced thing the dual double-sided which is for like crowd control 
Uh, you can now do uh, dual sabers like Ahsoka Tano for like, like speed attacks and whatnot. You have a, a Kylo Ren-esque uh, cross guard one for big power attacks, but then you can also have a lightsaber and just a fucking gun, which is really fun. Because that one's going to be like on at all times, and I'm just going to oscillate between the other four. The way that I saw... So you... I don't know if I watched this video correctly, because my brain is mush sometimes. Are you going to be able to switch from the five, like, instantaneously? Or do no, you, you can gonna... equip two. Okay. Yeah, so, like, you... And so uh, it's similar to Assassin's Creed where it's like, okay, like, you can have four weapons at a time and you got to switch them out. Yeah. Uh, like, like, so you but like, let's two. say I clear an area with those two. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this boss fight or whatever. Can I switch out those two? Uh, there's just... a checkpoint there. That, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, 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 or am I locked in for like the rest of the game? Yeah. Like, no, no. You have to go all the way back to like where your ship is to, to change it out. It feels like potentially that that's just yeah. a guess. Just because it would only make sense. Like you can't just like go at this little circle on the ground and pray that you have a different weapon. You kind of have to go back to your ship and change out equipment and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it might be a little bit more difficult than that, but who knows? All right. Now, after this commercial break, we will talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. See, they, they, I don't know. Who knows what it's called? Da-da-da-da. We're back with the, get it, the Zelda noise. Get it? Xanatudes. I'm ending it. Instantly regret letting <laughs> Zach do run. this intro. We had, a, yeah, we had a good run. Uh, I'll post Suya. We are talking Tears of the Kingdom. The game so, of the year. A long 2023. I'm calling it right now. I mean, wow. probably. Wow. Dude, you could to build a mech and have a mech fight with, with a giant rock with a cobble base on its back. <laughs> I mean, I can put a stick on another stick. But how the abilities are in, but I, put a shield yeah. on your sword. I still hate weapon durability. Let's discuss that first. Because I, you know, I, I don't like it, and I, I know that I'm supposed to, and I know that I'm old, and I'm supposed to engage with the system the I, game has. I just wish that, like, hey, you gotta do weapon durability for most of the game, but then, guess what? You unlock the one that doesn't break, and they, they, there you go, you fucking did it. Like, like Ooh. I wish that they gave me 75 ridiculous hoops to jump through in order for me to get the one weapon that doesn't break just to be like, okay, I, I, I fuck, all right, hell yeah. Yeah. And like, same like a shield and a bow, like, I don't know, but whatever. Anyways. Well, guys, Adam hasn't put his thought on weapon durability. Yeah, I, thought. I agree with both of you. We both had the same stance. Oh. <laughs> but you said different things. I agree with everything that I think we all okay. what you said said. I think we can all agree that it's kind of annoying and I kind of start to hoard the good stuff mm-hmm. and then I never end up using it. Yes. yes. Okay? I think that I think we can all agree on that. Yes, I don't do that because I'm a Breath of the Wild expert and know that the good stuff will just come back because that's the nature of the game. But yeah. Um but like I said, I don't know. I just think it's silly that like the master sword runs out of energy. Like I don't know, it's dumb. Don't yeah, just it. just figure it out. You know. Just also, don't in in the lore, the Hillian <laughs> shield is indestructible, so it shouldn't fucking break ever. Exactly. That is push, my problem. Push back to his glasses. That actually, <laughs> in the lore. But anyways, yeah, um, in the lore. I feel like Zelda doesn't spend forty hours like prancing around in a field somewhere, not doing anything, and then goes to fight the final boss, but. No, Zelda. Okay, whatever. Uh, I don't even want to unpack that. I, I, I said that so seriously too. Like I didn't even notice. 
<laughs> Don't even want to unpack that. So um, Zelda's the dude, right? Zelda is the dude. <laughs> Zelda's Zelda's Big Lebowski. Just like, I'm not, I'm just the dude. Um, so the trailer three. If you haven't watched trailer three, what are you fucking doing? Go change your life. I don't right know now. them by memory. Which one is trailer three? Is that the one where we figure out we can glue stuff together? No, the most recently. No, trailer three is the one with the sweet sweet saxophone in it. Yeah. Like, it's all. Okay. It's honestly like I know this is like a a stupid like category to like put things in, but like it's probably the greatest video game trailer of all time. of all time. It, that's a one where Matt Mercer. You find out Matt Mercer's Ganondorf. Yeah, and officially yes. Okay, maybe officially. Well, it, people speculated because this is the second time that we hear Ganondorf talk in a trailer. Okay. People were speculating the first time. They're like, oh, it sounds like Matt Mercer, and all of us D and D fans were like, yes, it's fucking Matt Mercer. Obviously, we know it's Matt Mercer because. It's exactly sounds like Matt Mercer. It, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's Matt Mercer. <laughs> um, Can I say something controversial yet so brave? You don't know what Matt Mercer sounds like. <laughs> I, well, no, I don't because I don't listen to it. Uh, I actually tried. I gave it a good old American try, but I don't like listening to live plays anymore. It's, I, mean, no I don't really like Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to say it because Matt Mercer is a really wonderful human being. I know what he stands for. I saw his shirt the other day. Um, and I really appreciated his message. Matt Mercer's the good dude. I was just going to yeah. say, not a huge fan, but not because of, I just don't engage in the stuff that he makes. I, right. I'm yeah. a Dimension 20 boy, okay? Yeah, no, that's totally fine. Um, so yeah, the trailer was fucking sick, and I was really, and even after like the gameplay like that we got, I was still very nervous about the game, and then the trailer came out, and I was like, never mind, I'm good. Same. Um, there's a lot, there's a, it looked like some new gameplay stuff. I think that we might be able to build our own little assassin army and call in help in fights because we see you fighting alongside people several times in the trailer in different spots of the map, which leads me to believe, like, oh, shit, like, Link's army. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think we're going to be able to figure out how to make bombs, like, and be able to, like, people, you see what people do in Breath of the Wild? Imagine they added, they added like vehicles to the game they did though. people are going to make your own vehicle i know people are going to be committing war crimes like there is going to be yeah. you're gonna it's gonna be like three days after launch you're gonna be scrolling tiktok you're gonna see the wildest shit imagine well things <laughs> that you would break any other game and that's the only reason why i like these games and respect them is because they made something so sandboxy and they are they're not going to patch anything out they yeah. they respect people's they respect creativity um I don't respect Nintendo as an organization, but they, they do make very good games. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they, the, yes, they do. Now, do you think that they listen to us and they are like, hey, we, Xanadu, Zach, Adam, we got your back. Guess what? Now there's a guy at Death Mountain and he's a blacksmith. And if you don't want your weapons to break, you go visit him and pay him 20 bucks and he fixes them all for you. Yeah. That's no. a possibility. I don't think they would do that. Though. Yeah, I don't either. They, I am... they know what they're doing. They, they're they saying, meet us on our terms. Guarantee you this is going to be more fun than swinging the same sword a thousand times throughout the game. I get it. I get it. Okay. I'm not that old. I can adapt. <laughs> but it was it was an annoying thing to deal with. At, I'd say like the first five or six hours. I was like, oh, fuck just... yeah. And by half of that, I was like, all right, whatever. But. I think that it's important that people meet them where they're at because they're the ones making the game and they know what's going to be fun. They played it already. Oh, totally. You know, they they know it. So um, there's a large, there's a large amount of like old people. I'd say like maybe a little bit older than all of us 
that are like, this is not my Zelda. Like, I've seen some very, very bad takes about Breath of the Wild on the internet. Whatever, yeah. ma'am. And how we have we have a mutual friend who uh, is adamant that it is a bad Zelda game. It could be a good game, but it's a bad Zelda game. Which and they're wrong. I, I, look, I think, we could say, I don't know why I'm being coy. It's, it's, it's Carolyn. Yes, I know it's yeah, Carolyn. Yeah, yeah. I want to, uh, every time she fucking talks about it, I want to <laughs> scream. My former co-host on my other podcast, but it's, honestly, it's a good point. Although, they finally, when, when Breath of the Wild came out, they finally took Zelda and put it in, like, a genre of game that I actually like to play. I that it should have belonged in too. Like Breath of the Wild is the only Zelda game I have ever beaten in my entire life. I am not a big Zelda guy, but I fucking love Breath of the Wild. It's so good. There's also nothing stopping them from making the traditional Zelda later on down the line. Oh, totally. I don't. I think at some point it's going to be like Pokemon, where you have the new breath of the wild series where it's you know this open sandbox like you know interact with it how you want less rails um Mm. and when we did the history of zelda episode like the original creators of zelda tried to get it off the rails as much as possible like like, this is what they wanted the first one to be they wanted it a super open world like they were very clear about and like i just i don't know for a game it's supposed to be about it it's an adventure and who knows what's around the corner oh wait i do because fucking navi Tells me every two goddamn seconds. Like, hey, it's not an adventure. I'd, I'm not discovering shit if the cutscene is telling me exactly where to go. No, I, no you're talking like Twilight Princess. I'm talking about and all of that. Like, no, like the original Zelda. No, no, it's, you're right. Yes. It's so, ca- like, captivatingly difficult. No, it is. They just don't tell you where no, to go at all. Jack shit. And that's the reason like, I have never one. beaten it. Yeah. And, like, in te- like, even in this one, they're like, hey... Go to Kakariko, but like, you don't have to if you don't want to though. And like, that's the cool part where it's like, it's like, I, hey, I did it. You could, you could do that or. Isn't that where the Master Sword is? No. Oh. Um, so you could four. do that or oh, you, that. You, you could go to climb well, a tree and get some apples or you, 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 you yeah. could go to fight a dragon. Like, there's so, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me that like people are like, oh man, the adventure of Zelda is so fun. And it's like, it's not really an adventure if they're, like, like, it's not a mystery if you, you, they're holding your hand the whole time and telling you, okay, now turn left, now turn yeah. right. So I think they will go down that branch. I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be like, you have the 3D poke or like the Legends of RCS Pokemon games and then like the mainline games. I think it's going to be like that. Um, man, it looks bonkers though. It really it does. Really I, does. I don't know how that shit's going to run on my Switch. My day one, I, like, like, Switch, I'm like, so worried. No way <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how it's going to run. I don't, brand I don't, I only play handheld too. I need to st- state that. I only play handheld. Yeah, I do not, I, if I have to, I will put it to the TV, but I really don't want to. Yeah, I, I know how it's going to run on my brand new OLED Switch. I'm kind of nervous. So I, yeah. is anyone else surprised that Zach didn't buy the new version? Yeah, I I know that he's on wedding coming up, so like he is in saving mode. But it's so, it's so funny that like I knew that you would, and I if, want to if you buy it, I'll buy your OLED. Just kidding. <laughs> I want to buy it. Oh, yeah. I actually have a uh, speaking of Carolyn, I'm going to see Carolyn the, in Philadelphia the day this game came comes out. So I have a five hour train ride the day oh. it comes out. It's going to be a good train ride, unless yeah, I, it destroys my Switch. <laughs> I think it'll be fine, because, I mean, for all, like, the hardware of the OLED is the same as the regular, it's just got a better screen. Um, and so, and this one is only being developed on the Switch, so they don't have to worry about doing it 
for the Switch and the Wii U like they did with Breath of the Wild. So I think this one's going to be just fine. They're working magic on that thing because I can't even play, I couldn't play South Park on this fractured but whole on like, that was not optimized well for the Switch. It was getting a loading screen like every five seconds. Oh, I know. Like, this is bullshit. But they exclusively develop on the Switch, so I, th- I think it'll end up being fine. No, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Um, can we talk about very quickly about how much Nintendo hates people that love their games, though. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're really there's. I, do you guys know who Point Crow is? No, he's a YouTuber. Um, he does makes a lot of Breath of the Wild content. I believe it. He made the mod, the Breath of the Wild multiplayer mod. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can have up to eight people join your world in Breath <laughs> of the Wild. How fun is that? That's Very right. Good. Whimsical. Imagine all, all of us playing Breath of the Wild together. Like, that would be <laughs> sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Nintendo does not like that very much. Um, and so they obviously put out like copyright strikes on all these videos, demonetize them. Like, and it's just like, I've never seen a published, like a developer that like hates the community that loves their game so much. Yeah. And I know that it's because they're very like, secretive and they're very greedy and they want money and i mean there's probably a million other reasons but like that must like suck right like i'm noticing it now but like it probably was like that the whole time but now it's just kind of eye-opening it's like damn that sucks it is it's very sad because like you know and then you get the companies like bethesda who welcome with open arms the people who mod their games like yeah. please but the, the community fixes their yeah but this is needs the kid so that's, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's games to work yes that's, that's, that's <laughs> they're so like the first mod on nexus when you go to play fallout 4 or fallout 76 or any of the older fallouts is like download this to make the game run much better right. like like this is the first thing you need to add yep all right and then they the the, the guy that nintendo sued gary bowser do we know this story I yes yes I remember it because yes. his name is Bowser and yeah, I thought it was this, funny, but I don't remember the full. So story. yes, I remember the story. And this guy, yes, th- we covered it a long time ago, but there's been an update. Oh, there is. Yeah, Gary Bowser did some bad things, and mm-hmm. he pirated Nintendo games. But not only did he pirate them, he sold them and made three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, a lot of money. Boom, he went to prison. Okay, after he gets out of prison, the court settlement with Nintendo is that he will pay. 30% of every dollar he makes until he dies to Nintendo and or until he pays like $78 million or whatever that he <laughs> is paying Nintendo 30% of his wage for the rest of his life. Holy fuck. Well, that's what you get for being a pie. I no. am not advocating. Okay. For a mass pirating scheme. Obviously he did something illegal. There's, some no, but that that's a price you just said. That is that's a little ridiculous. It, that, it took the low road right there. And, yeah, and I I don't think it's good press, but Nintendo doesn't need good press. They yeah, literally can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, I really no. love because they make game good. I love no. the structure of your sentence just then, where you said uh he'll pay thirty percent to Nintendo until he dies to Nintendo. Sounded like he's going to get killed by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you kidding me? No, they're gonna wanna they're they're gonna, no, they're gonna keep gonna, him alive as long as they can. Yeah, they're making well, free money off this guy. Local man named Bowser killed with a duck hunt gun. Yeah, it's <laughs> with a blue shell. Weird. Um, his name is fucking Bowser. That was, I don't man changed it or not. I don't know enough. But that's um, the irony. So, do we think that this Zelda is going to be a little more story heavy? Because as much as I love Breath of the Wild, not a lot of story in that one. Would, yeah. So you don't bring in the, a big name uh, voice actor without needing some sort of like story relevancy or. or... There's there's going to be a lot of Ganon interaction, I would imagine. Can I ask a question? Is 
Was there voice acting in Breath of the Wild? Yes. Did the NPCs say stuff? Um, I in pre- cutscenes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In cutscenes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a ton of those. There weren't. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember a ton of those. I think that the, the people you meet should talk to you. I don't know. That's why. I, that's never been a thing, though. So I'm not going to add science. Very reading heavy, but I, I just. Yeah. Because the, the story that was there in Breath of the Wild is the, a story about failure, but also not kind of conforming to social norms and the way of like, hey, look at me. I'm Zelda's dad. And you have to unlock your magic and not be a scientist. And Zelda's like, but dad, magic is kind of geeky and I want to be a scientist. <laughs> and also like it's about like failure because like, oh man, did they fail epically? They were supposed to stop. Ganon and they did not and like died and got like resurrected a hundred years later. the same plotline as Princess Bubblegum in Adventure Time. No, it totally is, but it works. (laughs) There's a lot of parallels here. No, I would say it's worked. But like, I think that that story is really unique in the sense of like, hey, like, it's okay to not be what society tells you you're supposed to be and it's also okay to fail because sometimes that's part of life. Maybe not to the point where like the world gets destroyed, maybe don't fail that big, but it's okay to fail. Even if you do, it's fine. If you do, it's fine. Just put you in some blue, in, into some blue water, sleep for a hundred years, wake up and go kill, go kill the pig, you know? Yeah. I like how a lot of the story of Breath of the Wild was like locked, behind, not like locked, but like behind the snapshots, like the pictures. Yes. yes. And like that you unlock more because like if you don't. Like the memories, yeah. If you don't care about that, you don't have to do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not too. saying I didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the pictures. But a lot, a lot, a lot of the people that I know that are like, oh, there wasn't any story. I'm like, well, did you go get Link's lost memories? And like, well, no. I'm like, well, then there you go. That's why you didn't have any story. Like, go do that. It all right. boils down to, did you fucking interact with the game mechanics, or, or did, did you, you just go- ignore them? Okay, right. you ignored them. And not to say that there's a right way or wrong way to play a game, but like, if if it's there in the game, odds are it wants you to do it. Like, it wants you to interact with it for a good reason so um, right yeah and it also uh, wants no you stick. to go with only three hearts and fight ganon with the tree branch yeah but that's something that you could do because they want you to do it and that's when someone's fun. done it there's most definitely wrong ways to play games though no totally um i'm really excited because link gets a toga in this one i liked his saucy little desert outfit and, uh, oh he Breaking gender, Nintendo, breaking gender norms. Like, Speaking of breaking uh, norms, yes, man. Yes. You have to dress up as a, you have to be femboy Link to, <laughs> to get into Gerudo Town. And that's a literal plot that. And that's what they're, part of the whole game is going to Gerudo Town, man. Gerudo and being a little femboy, it's so fun. Link's had such nice hips. He's got range, you know, he's got, got a lot of range. My absolute favorite is when you get sand boots from this guy. That hits on you because he thinks you're a really pretty girl. Yeah. Yep. And, and you just don't even totally finish the boots and you're like, sure. like, thanks, man. And then you come back as a guy later and he's like, wait, I give you, I, I give this to you. And you're like, yep. And you're like, oh man. <laughs> it's don't, so fun. Don't, maybe don't be a creep and maybe don't <laughs> get your boots taken. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? It's so fucking fun. I'm so excited for Jesus of the Kingdom, man. There, uh, there's so much, like the trailer is just like chock full of shit to break down. I hope they have double the amount of shrines. I hope they don't. I hope they have temp, I hope they have dungeons. I hope what they do is they take like like, 10 shrines and mash them together to make one big dungeon. Forget shrines. I hope they take the seeds and go like the Riddler trophy route and just like quadruple the number of seeds there are to collect. So you spend 10 years. No, I want 30. There was 900 seeds. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking seeds. This, I'm, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say anything to that. 
I think that they should have. I know we're on a jokey fun time. I know we're having jokey fun time right now. I think that they need to really reevaluate the way that the seed system works because there is nothing more frustrating yeah. than trying to look up a guide of a map that and then has nine hundred points on it. And the guy, I found one though. This guy, God bless his soul, this dude didn't sleep. Absolute mad lad. But had a description under each one that mm-hmm. said where it was. Like not just the point. Like read out like a three sentence description of like how to get it like this is the rock hole one like throw the rock in the hole you know what i mean like this the amount of times he had to say that at different points on the map i'm, I'm assuming he you know started to expedite his process by copy pasting at some point but i forgot what website it was it might be the same thing we're talking about but you're talking about like the one that had like the interactive map yes. that you could like yeah. set the, yeah 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 I I don't think I ever played Breath of the Wild without that map up on like my phone or something next to me. That's when you know a game's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to use a third party tool to interact. Yeah. You know a game's good when I, I I know the map like the back of my hand. I don't even like like if I'm like oh I'm in Zora's domain and I need to make it to fucking Rito Village, I can do it. I, I can just do it. I don't even need the map. I can just do it. Well, I see people on TikTok where they're like, oh, gotta go over there. I'm gonna magnetize this cube i'm gonna hit it a bunch of times then i'm gonna like blow it jump as it as it goes i'm gonna jump and throw a bomb under me and next thing you know i'm hurling myself like mach 7 across the map and then all i gotta do is throw out my poncho and i'm there baby i want to learn that yeah seems difficult though oh yeah i tried it once i don't think i can do that on my joy cons while it's in handheld mode yeah, no, I, I I did it. I was I successfully did it once, and I was like, "Wow, that was really fun." I'll never do that again. I think we brushed past the temple discussion too quickly. We did yes, Adam? Do you want more shrines? Do you want less shrines? Do you think um, Zach's route where we just go back to temples? I I'm fine with shrines. I'm fine with the number of shrines we got in Breath of the Wild. As long as they're not super repetitive, which they, they they did a decent job of that in Breath of the Wild, where they weren't like extremely repetitive, but there were there were more than a handful that felt at least familiar. Uh, yeah. So if they can find a way to make more interesting puzzles, yeah, the number's fine. I wouldn't go any higher than what they currently uh, were doing in Breath of the Wild because that yeah. would be way too much. They're making they're putting gaming websites out of business with how many people have to review one game. Yeah. Now let me pitch an idea to you. You're, you hit the electric dungeon. You have ten different puzzles that have to do with electricity, and you can do it like with the shrines, where it's kind of like, here's the here the solution is this. Here are your tools. Go, and there's like a couple different ways you could do it. To have like like you know between like seven to ten rooms of that, and then bam, you find an electric boss, and that's that's it. Same thing with like ice and fire and blah blah blah. Like Sounds like do fun. that instead of like. Here's one room with one electric puzzle, and then you get the orb, and then you move on to the next thing. I think it'd be more fun if it was like that, where it's like, hey, like here's a bunch of different electricity-based puzzles with solutions that you can do. You can solve it similar to Breath of the Wild the way that you want. If you have to conduct it, and you want to drop your axe and have it conduct, go for it. Some of the puzzles were so fun. That's what I'm saying. Some of the puzzles made me bash my head into a wall. There was no, and, and, and there was gyroscope puzzles. No I hated that, those ones. The gyroscope puzzle, the one time I did it is because I'm pretty sure I threw my switch. I was, <laughs> I was like, ah! I chucked it and then I, it was, it was completed and I was like, thank you. And then you had like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I, I usually play it in like docked mode with the, with the controllers. So 
what I would do with those maze ones where you have to like tilt it is I would just throw the ball in the air, turn it over, so just catch it on the flat end and just let it. Oh, and then flip. Yeah, go. that's what I do. That's what I do. I think that's what they wanted you to do the whole time, and they yeah. just like... it's impossible to do it any other way. It is. It's fucking horrible. Um, but yeah, so I hope that they do that. And I'm also okay, like, I'm okay with the shrines, but I do kind of miss, like, like, the grandeur of the dungeon where it's like, oh shit, like, okay, like, yeah. like this is, this is a big deal. And then at the end, you fight the big, like, you, you but, fight the big monster. But they had that in the, 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 the spiritual beast. Yeah, but. The, those are the dungeons, Zach. No, I know. Okay. I just wish there were more. There was also only four. I was like, did you forget about that? No, but there was only four. I want like seven. I know. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't know. But that's what I, I, dude, you're saying that and like, go replay like, uh, like not Ocarina of Time. Go replay like a Twilight Princess. It's like, yeah, but here's the difference. Breath of the Wild annoying sometimes. Yeah, but Breath of the Wild is actually fun. Yeah, I know, but there's the, the part of the reason why it's fun is I get to do things in little bite sized snippets and I'm not committing a, Two days to this one dungeon because of my dumb, dumb idiot. Yes, but that's what I'm saying because they have to make the puzzles like solvable in multiple different ways. Because the problem with the like Ocarina and Twilight Princess dungeons are like, here's the puzzle and you you only have one way to do it. And guess what? It's going to be a fucking pain in the ass. It's going to be this stupid little green switch that you have to shoot in the corner that you can't even see. Yeah, I hope you didn't miss that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Whereas like in, with the shrine, it's like, hey. There's like six ways that you can do this. Have fun. Yeah. I think that do the dungeons are really Do the divine beasts not, are there multiple ways to solve them? I feel like they're pretty limited. Yeah. Well, like, no. I, I think know. they're pretty, I, I think they're pretty like one dimensional. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's also the thing where it's like, it's also like clear as fucking day. Like, okay, magnetize the, the thing to yeah. put it into the slot and boom, there you go. Camera, you say one. clear as day, but I spent yeah. like an hour inside one of those things once looking for the most oh. obvious. Oh, thing. an hour? Dog. I, I <laughs> don't remember which, I think it was the sand one. Oh, the camel. Oh yeah. my God. I, I felt, I've never felt stupider in my life. I literally was racking my brain and I was like, I don't want to look up a guide. I don't want to look up a guide. I'm, I'm this is a game for children. Okay, I this, <laughs> children play this game and beat this game. I was like, I can do it. I couldn't. I had a look of a guy. I felt like a dumb dumb. I yeah. saw, I, I, I don't let anything get past like 20, maybe 30 minutes before I look up a guide. Oh, I'm an incredibly stubborn person. Adam. Yeah, no, I, dude, 20 to 30 minutes. I don't let it get past two. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I, I'm, I'm here to do the thing and that's what I'm going to do. I'll look up the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really try to avoid it though. I, feel I love that for you. Because, you know, it takes away some of the, some of the pizzazz. You know, and that's what I'm looking for when I'm playing the game. It's all about the pizzazz. I like to experiment, but if I'm like clearly like lost, I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm just gonna to look it up. I don't know. I didn't have to look up a lot of stuff for the best while, and that's what I enjoyed. I think yeah. a good part of it is just like, I don't know, figure it out. Like, I'm sure you can figure it out. I did have to look up, up where the fucking fairies were though. Yeah, same. Yeah, I get it, it was because like, I interacted with everything. Yeah, well, I it's a big map, Zach. Okay, I didn't know that one of them was like right near the spawn village, like in the little forest. Hecarine. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna go back there. Like, I really did. I know I really didn't want to. I didn't do any of the side quests though. A lot of I did them very few. Are, that I also wanted to talk about that. I hope the side quests are a little more like, because there's some. Ones where it's like you you build an entire town and that's really fucking. Fun. Yeah, I didn't do that. But like that one's really fun. But like a lot of them are just like, hey, go give me ten crickets and I'll give you twenty rupees. And it's like, really? Like the fuck? Like that does not sound fun at all. 
best yeah. part though, Nintendo doesn't have trophies. No one cares if you don't do this. But that's I, also that, that's all sweat. I can't be shamed. But however, no it's my shame. But I wish there were like more like cool ones where it's like, hey, build this whole town, and it's gonna take like the whole game because you need to go around the whole world and get people to come to the town. Or like, hey, I heard there's this really cool white horse, and it's the only white horse in the game. Like, like shit, like that. Like, like those kind of side missions are fun. Not the, hey, want to go get me. 10 fucking frogs and they run away the second they see you and it's going to be really hard and if you do I'll give you $10 and it's like that yeah. sucks or collect these specific uh, plants I need 58 of them specifically yes. by the so way they're real hard to see one Korok seed yeah not even then like even because at least the Korok seed is useful because then you can upgrade your pouch the money is so useless in that game yeah yeah I, I remember a point where I had a lot of money and I'm like, like what? I'm assuming like, there's going to be something for me to purchase. Money is when you make it to a new area so you can buy the appropriate armor and then that's it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but I, I'm so fuck. I can't wait for Tears of the Kingdom, man. We are going to get weird with it. I think we're reaching towards the end here though, fellas. Yes, we La- are. Last thoughts, final thoughts. Um, n- nope. Last thoughts on Tears of the Kingdom, Adam. I'm really looking forward to the uh, the burst of dopamine that happens every time I make a little meal in a little pot. Oh, yeah. They got to make that easier, though. I got to say. I don't yeah. want to be shifting through my menu. Like, yeah, they just have to have Once you make something once, it should be like a recipe that you just... Yes, and it's like, yeah. hey, here's the thing. Great. Click I it. I spent so much time yeah. the fucking cooking UI that I wanted to... Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah that is fun. one of my biggest scripts. I can't wait yeah. to do the skydiving thing where he's all like like he dives like he's yeah. diving in the water and then he goes mm. I, anyway. I'm very excited very excited uh, we have a few minutes what are we uh, playing watching reading indulging that isn't the two games that we're talking about today. Uh, finished Mandalorian season 3 it was alright really I've it. heard I've heard a lot of people say that they loved it I loved it I I liked a lot of it um, seeing like like yeah, no, I, 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 I liked a lot of it. There were a couple things where I was just kind of like, meh. Um, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it was fine. It wasn't like, I think season two was a lot better. I just, and I think it comes down to, I liked the adventures that they got into more in season two than I did in this one. I, I just, you know, the, the show is Monster of the Week show and I'm fine with that. And I actually applaud it for that. I just found the adventures that they did in season two more exciting. I didn't know what that phrase meant until like probably like a month ago. Monster of the Week. Adam, what are you indulging in? Uh, I decided a couple of weeks ago that I would uh, finally dip my toe into Cyberpunk, uh, which Ooh. happened. It was a thing. Uh, it was okay. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but prior to that, I actually fell deep into um, Mountain Blade 2 Banner Lord. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I never heard of this game before that just popped up on Game Pass. I was like, well, let me give this a try. And then five days happened, and I had no idea <laughs> how they how they happened. <laughs> I don't it, think I ate. <laughs> it's a very fun game if you haven't tried it. I what I, what would you what what does it remind you of? What is a so it's 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 like a real time strategy game, but instead of being this omnipotent god looking down on the battlefield from above you get to play your character on the field and commanding your troops. Oh, so it's you should play minecraft legends because that game just came out and that's yeah exact, it's the exact same thing i did see you play that on twitch the other day and it, it seems I, okay i do not like real-time strategy games where i'm not in the omnipotent view i it's i need mm-hmm. it's starcraft or bust for me 
<laughs> or, or Age of Empires. I think I Legends. It, what? It, need, it does need to be zoomed out a bit more because you can hard oh my god. It, yeah. I I want to give that game a little bit more time before I say it's dog shit. Uh, which <laughs> I don't think it is. I, it's a game for children. It's not for me. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I was on vacation. Um. I played Enter the Gungeon a lot. Yes. God. I I find myself like keep getting into these like roguelikes that they don't have an end, but I really need to beat it, and I haven't, and I'm bad at it. It makes me mad, so I keep playing it. That's pretty much it for me. I'm like chipping away at some shows. I'm I'm on like episode four of The Mandalorian, um, season one or season one. Yeah. I'm not a binger. I'm not a binger. I'll watch like an episode maybe. And I was on vacation, so it, it was I couldn't watch. That is true. Um, I'm playing Overwatch too. Yeah, it's been God. that's been abysmal. Getting smellier and smellier each day. No, <laughs> I, I I know a lot of people that play Overwatch. A lot of my streamer friends still play and. I have it. I, I, I dive in every once in a while. I, it's, it's a game that I'll only play if somebody else is playing. I yeah. will not play that game so. Oh, so, yeah, Sam. I can't do the hero shooters. I can't do Overwatch or Valorant. It just, they're, they're so frustrating because like everyone else is so good at them for some reason. I don't understand it. So I hop in, I get frustrated and I quit. For some reason, that's the one game where like if you play quick play, it's like, uh, weirdly competitive. Dude, it's, it's like competitive. It's like, oh, it's fun. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those games just like you really have to like play with somebody else or play like, they have like a ton of like weird like party modes. Like yeah. that is just like Lucio, all Lucio running around, bopping each other off. Like those, those are fun. I'm yeah. always going to love it because it has that kind of community. Um, it's at the, I have to say it, the Xbox Activision deal is probably going to go through. You think so? Yes. There, it is more, it is like at this point, like 85%. Shit, so I can't freaking play Call of Duty anymore? You can play Call of Duty. They, oh my god. Okay, just for a quick update. (laughs) There is a 10 year deal with Sony so that they will put Call of Duty on, on their, on the PS4, on the PlayStation platforms. The reason why PlayStation losing money. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's one of the best selling games on PlayStation. But the reason why PlayStation is throwing a fix, they're like, well, what if they sell, what if they launch like a less than suitable, like, you know, PlayStation version and they're, you know, prefer the Xbox version that runs better. Right. I'm like, it's the fucking, the studios that have been making this have been making it for PlayStation. If anything, the Xbox versions are always going to run shittier because the Xbox is literally shittier. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my. I, I get to, I, I am an, I am an Xbox fan at heart, which Zach is a PlayStation. Adam, where is your affiliation? If you I, choose one or the other, I've always had a PlayStation. Uh, I, but, I don't really care that much. Yeah, but it's just crazy because I grew up on Xbox, and then once I got the PS4, I was like, "There's no turn." See, the thing I grew up on PlayStation, and then like I got uh, like I switched over on the 360, and then ever since then. Yeah, but I played. I had a PS1 and a PS2. Well, that's it for us, Pixel Pals. Uh, first episode in a while. I think we really knocked this one out of the park. Yeah, man. Good job, boys. I think we all sounded fantastic and as, great things. As always, Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out.